Welcome to the Do Weekly Podcast, a weekly challenge podcast for small business owners by small business owners. Coming at you live from the South Pasadena studios of Digitally and Digisavvy. Ooh, I'm Alex Vasquez. I'm Natalie Macleese. And we're here to put information straight in your mouth and into your brain. I'm going to say it's probably going in through the ears. I'm going to say you're probably wrong. I never saw anyone listen to a podcast with their headphones in their mouth. Don't take this personally, Natalie, but I don't like you very much right now. Oh. Did you take that personally? I did, yeah. You see... You're not supposed to do that. <laughs> you're like, no offense, but you're really gross. <laughs> uh, no. I I said to a friend of mine, try not to take this personally, but burn in hell. And it went over like a lead balloon. I'm, that's shocking. Yeah. Uh, so if you're a sarcastic person... Just remember, it doesn't always translate well, especially to people you're meeting for the first time. My, my family deals with sarcasm pretty well because my mom is pretty much the queen of sarcasm. That does make sense. Yeah. Yeah, the apple far, falls not far from the tree. <laughs> no, I'm not sarcastic. Oh, you totally are. Oh, and dear, dear listeners, when I first met Natalie, she... Passed herself off as this nice individual, and everyone was fooled, but I knew that there was something more. And then I saw Natalie get mean, and then she was mean to me. I said, Natalie's straight up evil. So I know a thing or two about you. Don't and she tell doesn't deny everyone. it. She doesn't deny it. Don't mm-hmm. tell everyone you're ruining my reputation. I'm telling I'm telling all three of our listeners. <laughs> No, they're all going to know now. I know. All right. Okay. So no more beating around the bush. Okay. We're getting down to business. No more lollygagging. No more lollygagging because... Heavens to Betsy. We... That'll be enough. (laughs) We all had a challenge last week, which means you had a challenge last week. Me? You and all of our listeners. All three of them. I said listener. I know. <laughs> All of our listener. But then, but then you said there were three, so it's very confusing. Are you saying there were three a minute ago and now there's one? I'm saying you scared away two out of three of our listeners already. By being a secret mean person? Yes. <sighs> okay. So, there was a challenge last week, Natalie. Did you do it? I am working on it. So you didn't do it. Well, I have my test scheduled for next week. Back up. (laughs) Tell us about what the challenge was, and then tell us about what you did, what it's for. The challenge was to look into a certification for your profession or business that would be relevant and worth getting. (laughs) Because Alex and I will always take your $50 to get to be a do-weekly certified small business. <laughs> that is correct. 
but uh, that is not even worth the paper it's printed on. So you shouldn't pay for that. <laughs> I disagree. You, just, you think it's worth the paper it's printed on? Well, it's not printed on paper. <laughs> it's not worth the electrons it's printed on. Yes. <laughs> I'm sorry. Please continue. It's okay. So, um, I, as I had mentioned last week, I found a certification through the International Association of Accessibility Professionals mm -hmm. called... Can you say that 10 times twice? <laughs> IAAP. <laughs> and they have a, a couple levels, actually, of certification for web accessibility. And I'm going for their highest level certified uh, web accessibility professional... I do get to put those letters after my name. It says so on their website. How do you get it? Ooh, that's fancy. <laughs> so I'm going for that, and I have my test for the first level um, certification next week. I'm studying away. I've got two sections of material left to cover, which is laws and regulations and government organizations, which is probably going to be the toughest. Well, <laughs> bureaucracy is my favorite. Though. I know. <laughs> Well, that's pretty cool. So getting the certification, what are you hoping to have happen as a result of getting this certification? What ramification, like, what do you expect to see? I expect to be able to, um, like, put that on my website, add it to my resume, add it to my, you know, LinkedIn profile, <clears throat> and to have that be proof to clients and potential clients that... I am somebody who knows what I'm talking about when it comes to accessibility. Yeah. Um, that I'm not just saying I'm an expert at this. I have this certification to prove it. Right. Yeah. And a reputable organization standing behind it. Makes sense. Yeah. Do you expect to get any leads directly from it? Like, is there any, any um, marketing materials that talk about any of that? Is they, part of the certification. They do. They actually, the organization is really good at promoting it. And then I joined the organization in addition to taking the certification test. And so I've got access to a whole community there and job boards and all kinds of stuff that the organization offers. They also do events. I get two events free with my membership every year. So <clears throat> there's lots of opportunity for networking and connecting with others. And... I've also been kind of doing some competitor analysis on some of the other businesses sure. in the accessibility space. And so far that has meant signing up for a whole lot of webinars. <laughs> but I've noticed that they all talk about, um, like, if you're going to hire someone, they should have this IAAP certification because that's how you know they know what they're talking about. So... It's definitely something that the field is aware of and is pushing as a way for a client hiring somebody to know that they're hiring somebody quality. So is anyone working with you even not with you not having that certification yet? Like, is anyone hiring you for any consulting or accessibility related work? <gasps> they are. Are they uncouth? Terribly uncouth. Well, one of them, anyway. Yeah. 
Sounds like <laughs> a real people have been jerk. hiring me for accessibility stuff for a couple of years yeah. now. It's not something, well, I, for more than a couple of years, but like that's been something I've been doing for a long time. It's just that my shift now is to do that exclusively. Yeah. But yeah, this real jerk, I had a meeting with him today. So I don't talk about my clients like that, Alex. Or are you are you saying that I'm that jerk? <laughs> yes. Well, Natalie, that's very sweet of you. <laughs> I'm glad. Now that, now that you're my client, I can't say mean things about you anymore. No, because I'm going to hear about her on the podcast. I know. And then I'll be then like, I can't me. believe she said that about me on our podcast. And you'll call up the organization and tell them they should take away my certification. Yeah. All right. Well, well done. Thank you. Little tennis clap. So I did this challenge. Yay. Did you get certified? I got certified. I have one certification already. So I'm a certified consultant for the active campaign platform, mm -hmm. which is an email marketing tool that we use a lot of. Mm -hmm. um, so I've had that for a couple of years. And it's useful because I get like a regular stream of leads through that placement. Uh, because they have a directory that you that they place you within. So getting a certification most times gets you placed in, you know, like a, a well-ranking directory. Hopefully it's well-ranking yeah, uh, or high-ranking. So in my case, ActiveCampaign does that. And I get a number of leads through that. And it gives me access to uh, other programs that, that they run as well. And beta previews of new features. In addition to that, in what I did for the challenge specifically was I I looked at some other places where I could get some certifications and I'll be honest with you, I was looking at some low-hanging fruits and there is a company called UpCity. UpCity? Like pointing up and then city right after it. Up okay. city. And they're they're an online directory of just online digital businesses or service providers. And you can sign up for a free profile to be listed on UpCity, but if you want a few extra perks, you you do have to pay them to to get to a certain level within their directory. And they don't provide any courses or anything like that. What they do provide, and they don't make any guarantees about this, but they do say that, you know, being listed at a certain level in their online directory uh, will will get you like a certain number of view, not like a certain number of views. It sounds like I'm being very contradictory, but they they do say that you'll get a number of clicks through to your site. Relevant oh, clicks. Okay. Uh, you so know, like people looking leads. Yeah, precisely, precisely. So it, the barrier to entry to get in their directory is a lot lower. You just kind of have to pay. And I did because I do get, you don't have to take a test. You don't have to take a test. So I had a free profile on UpCity and I've, I received like a few leads like each quarter. So I get something from them and I figure like investing a little more money uh, in raising my profile with them and getting listed in some additional directories 
uh, will help generate more leads. And, uh, you know, just getting one lead to convert would pay for UpCity. Like, it would more than pay for it. Mm -hmm. So I'm trying it out for the first year. I, I paid for the first year. And we'll see if that does the trick. They do have a couple of lead capture tools that I think are really interesting. They have a white-labeled uh, search engine analysis report that... Yeah. Uh, that we can generate for certain clients uh, who are interested in our services. Mm -hmm. So these are things like this could be a lead magnet for new leads, or this is something that I can send to existing customers. Yeah. But I think the value to me is just having another source of leads. So mm -hmm. with UpCity, you can choose different categories, and you need to pay them like an annual fee for each business category your business gets listed in. Mm -hmm. So I think I'm just in three right now. Like I'm in email marketing, WordPress, and then just web development. And that ended up costing about 1200 for the year. Oh, so that's like not a tiny amount of money. It, it's not a tiny amount of money. And, you know, you do need to get some reviews, like yeah. legitimate business reviews. Mm -hmm. So that's something that I'm going to be working on in the next couple of weeks, getting those reviews up there. So Okay. Yeah, I think, like, that's roughly about how much I'm paying to get my um, certified web accessibility professional certification. Yeah. Um, by the time I paid for the membership fees, the test fees, a, a preparation course. Yeah. Um, all of that, it's we've around twelve hundred, I think, um, total for that certification. But lots of studying yeah. <laughs> and test taking one hundred question tests to go with it. Yeah, that's no fun. I'm a good test taker, so I don't, I don't mind. I'm a. I was good at school. I'm a pretty shoddy test taker. Yeah, not everyone is good at it. Well, I think we crushed it. And the idea is to, to just raise the profile. And for, for me, it's to raise my profile and get placed in a directory that's, that has like a high, like search engine value, mm -hmm. something that'll get me eyeballs. Yes. And I think for you also to get eyeballs, but mm -hmm. also to provide like another point where you can. Uh, just another point of difference that separates you from the rest mm -hmm. of the crowd. You're like, well, uh, all these people can do all this stuff, but they can't do what I do when it comes to accessibility. Yeah, and I have proof. Yeah. Proof, proof, proof. Yeah, the proof is in the certification. Proof is in the pudding. That's right. So, <laughs> do you want to talk about next week's challenge? We have another challenge. We, it seems like we have another challenge. All the time. All right. The next challenge is to look into registering your trademark for your business. Ooh. Now, Ooh. why would we want to do something like that? So you can protect it and keep other people from infringing upon it. Well, is that really a worry, though? Well, if there's 20 businesses with the same name, I suppose that's very confusing. Well, what would you trademark for yourself, for your own business? You can trademark the name of your business. Mm-hmm. 
You can trademark your logo mark. Mm-hmm. And any, like, if you've got, like, a mask on or something that you use, you can trademark that as well. And trademarks are very specific. Like, your trademark is, like, you just don't go, like, I wouldn't just go register digitally. Sure. I'm like, I own digitally. No one else can use it. That's not how it works. <laughs> so I would have to register it, like, very specifically to, uh, like, accessible web development services or something. Like, there's all these categories. Yeah. You have to go through the U.S. Trademark and Patent Office. Mm -hmm. Yeah. USTPO. And uh, <laughs> you have to look up the uh, your categories there, but they, they're very very specific categories categories just like the podcasts <laughs> they're super specific i remember i was listening to some people talking one time they wanted to make t-shirts and hats with a logo on them and that was two separate trademarks because there's a trademark for printing on t-shirts and a trademark for printing Crazy. on hats and visors so it's, it's that specific hmm. so you have to um you know and a lot of businesses would be eligible to file for more than more than one no because the categories are so specific interesting yeah so i'd say at a bare minimum your business name Okay. And then if you have the funds, it's it's um just over $300 per trademark. Yeah. Um, if you have the funds, go ahead and do your logo. And if you've got any other marks that you use, I would register those as well. Yeah. So, funny story. <laughs> okay, maybe maybe not funny. Not okay. funny, haha. I guess not even funny in any other way or context. But... Some years ago, well, when around the time when I started DigiSavvy, you know, I wanted to register the um, the username on Twitter, and someone was squatting on it. Oh, yes. Uh, and I couldn't do anything about it. And then, you know, like a year or two after I'd been in into business for myself, I I decided that I was going to trademark my business name and logo mark so i did mm -hmm. and uh some years later i found that uh you know like the account that had my company's twitter name they hadn't tweeted at all like maybe once did they still have the egg they didn't have the egg they had like a legit photo but i filed a trademark complaint or uh, on Twitter mm -hmm. and said that, you know, they were faking the profile wow. and Twitter gave me the, that account. They gave it to me within three days. Yeah. Registered trademarks are good for things like that. Yeah. So if Domain you... Domain names. Yeah. Like you can kick people off of using stuff. Which is why companies so vigorously defend their trademarks. So... Well, you have to defend the trademark in order yeah. to keep it. Yeah. Um, because if, if you have a business theme, if you're like Apple bookstore and you don't defend that, if you see somebody else using Apple and selling books and you don't sue them or get a lawyer to send them a cease and desist, they could actually end up winning the trademark from you. That's crazy, but it happens. It does happen. It happens all the time. Sure. 
So, trademarks. It's not that difficult. Pew, pew, pew. I feel like there's places on the internet that could do it. Yes. Uh, I actually chatted with this uh, about trademarks with Nathan today, and he said he had filed the history legal zoom. So LegalZoom is a service that you can do. Um, I might recommend that you seek out like a patent attorney yes. uh, who specializes in trademarks because yeah. uh, you get direct access to expert level advice like right mm-hmm. then and there. And spending that little bit of extra now could save you a lot of headache and heartache later. That's right. If you end up in a situation where you're fighting over the trademark with someone. Yeah, and if you if you have the trademark and you defend it, like you're you're in pretty good shape. Yes. Do you remember when there was the whole trademark fight over WWF? I do remember that, and I was surprised that the World Wildlife Fund Fund won (laughs) with the panda. It's because they had a panda. That is not true. That is why. And that, now that wrestling is, is WWE, right? Yeah, World Wrestling Entertainment. Yeah, they had to change that because they lost their trademark to the panda. Yeah. there's. Let me tell you something. You should never get involved in a legal battle with a panda. They're notorious. There are shirts <laughs> that you can buy of a panda with a chair hitting the World Wildlife Fund <laughs> panda. No, yeah. that, no. I'm telling you. That's not funny. It, it is to me. Pandas aren't violent. They are. They're not. Do you know how many humans they kill in a year? Zero. Like 8,500. No. Yeah. That's, you're confusing them with hippopotamuses. Hmm. Which one do you think would win in a fight? A hippopotamus or a panda? Yeah. A hippopotamus. Okay. They're False. very aggressive. Yeah. Well, we'll have to agree to disagree. Remember that Hungry Hungry Hippos game? That was accurate. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Lesson about about our mammals on this planet. Oh, boy. So, Natalie, uh, do we have our marching orders? Is there anything else we need to do? We need to... Contact the USPTO. That's right. Or have your attorney do it on your behalf. Yes. That's my story and I'm sticking to it. That's our challenge. That's our challenge for the next week. I'm very proud of us. File your trademarks. File Don't your trademarks. It can be simple. Steal it from you. Yeah, it can be simple. That's you know, just... my trademark song. It's trademark. Don't steal it. It's not very good. Straight Okay. <laughs> so the top tip is don't steal my trademark song. Don't steal other people's trademarks. <laughs> and make sure to establish one for yourself. Yes. And keep it active because if you stop doing business under that name, you're going to lose it. Yeah. And it, it, yeah, I, I don't have you anything else. You have to else. already be doing business under the name to file it, right? Yeah. I believe so. I think so, too. Yeah, I believe so. So, Natalie, how do people listen to other episodes of this podcast? Or how can they tune in these, you know, knowing there's new episodes coming? Well, if people were so inclined, they could go to our website, newweeklypodcast.com. 
mm-hmm. get the archive of all the past episodes with all the show notes written by your lovely self. <sighs> Leave us fun comments on the episodes and get the links to subscribe to the podcast pretty much anywhere in the world that you can get podcasts. That's right. Like whether you live under the, you know, iron fist of a aggressive person with early onset cholera. What? Yeah. Then that would work. Okay. What? I, these words are no longer working, Natalie. Yeah. So. I, I'm, listen, if you can get the internet, you can get the D Weekly podcast. Okay. That's all I wanted to know. And if you want to follow us on social media, we're at D Weekly Podcast on Instagram and Twitter. Heck, yes. 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 Whatever I feel like. Gosh. Gosh. Do you have any chapstick? My lips hurt real bad. (laughs) Sweet. Lucky. (laughs) All right, folks. That's enough for the uh, Napoleon Dynamite dance party. There is. It's never enough of Napoleon Dynamite. Agree to disagree. We should start a separate Napoleon Dynamite podcast. No. Yeah. No, that's a bad idea. You're just jealous because I've been chatting with hot babes on the internet. <laughs> okay, that's enough. That's enough. <laughs> All right, everyone. For the Do Weekly Podcast, I'm Alex Vasquez. I'm Natalie MacLeese. And we're here to remind you to keep it doable. And we'll probably see you next week. See you next week. Mm-hmm.